Hello, my friends, again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We are right in the middle of Jesus' message, the Sermon on the Mount, if you will. Luke abbreviates this message, of course. You can see the entirety, more elongated version of it in Matthew, chapter number 5 through 7. But we're seeing in Luke, chapter number 6, really Jesus preaching, Jesus hitting these folks hard with practical truths. And now he takes, in in Luke chapter number 6, verse number 39, he really takes a a moment to illustrate and ask a question. Now, these are rhetorical questions, not seeking a response, but rather eliciting them to think. Good teachers don't tell you what to think. They teach you how to think. And Jesus, no doubt, is the master teacher. And he, he asks these questions, and, and where do we find ourselves? Uh, we find ourselves right there in verse number 39. He says, and he spake a parable unto them. Can the blind lead the blind? Shall they not both fall into the ditch? The disciple is not above his master, but everyone that is perfect shall be as his master. And why beholdest thou the mote? that is in thy brother's eye, and perceiveth, perceivest not the beam that is in thine own eye. Either how can thou say to thy brother, Brother, let me pull out the mote that is in thine eye, when thou thyself beholdest not the beam that is in thine own eye. Thou hypocrite. Ooh, strong words by Jesus. Cast out first the beam out of thine own eye. And then shalt thou see clearly to pull out the mote that is in thy brother's eye. Really, we find Jesus saying pointed words, but illustrating something as he has said multiple things to really arouse the listeners to to think, to evaluate. This is certainly a warning Jesus has. He's warning against pride. Nothing blinds a person quite like pride. And pride really is when we put ourselves on the throne. We we make everything about ourselves. Everything revolves around us. And Jesus, as I was, I had mentioned in a previous time together, that he was speaking towards the attitudes, the attitudes towards others, the attitudes towards uh, how people treat us. And the last few verses uh, going back, we really see that he's talking about being loving and kind in the midst of being mistreated, in the midst of a, a situation that is not ideal. Should we be loving? Should we be kind? Should we be merciful? Should we be non judgmental and forgiving? Should we be generous towards others? Well, the answer is a resounding yes. However, when we're prideful, when we are filled with pride, when we are proud people, it's about me. It's about me being better than you. It's easy to 
lead us to the place that Jesus really put his finger on. He says, thou hypocrite. It's so easy for us to be hypocritical and the, inher- the inherent danger of pride leads us to hypocrisy. And now uh, many, of the, many of us that have been around the word of God for an extended period of time understand hypocrisy is this idea that it's, it's good for, for others to do. I can tell everybody else to do these things, but me, I, I don't need to do them. Now, Timothy says it, or Paul says it to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 13. He says, evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. There is no doubt a, a group of people that have become deceived their own selves. They have been caught up with all of these false teachers, and maybe they're following the wrong teacher or preacher. But we know that that God is not the author of confusion. We know that God is not the author of unkindness. We know that Jesus, it says, but God commended his love towards us and while we were yet sinners. So in the midst of us mistreating him, he was faithful and loving to us. And Paul says it this way in 2 Corinthians, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. So, so what, is, what is Paul reiterating that, that Jesus is teaching right here? Well, God is not the one who is blinding the minds. Pride and hypocrisy is the one who is blinding and deceiving people. So he's nailing down at this very moment. Jesus is nailing it down saying, can a blind person lead a blind person? Oh, no. Uh, the answer is a resounding no, they can't. And, and if they do, they'll, they'll both fall into the ditch. Pride and hypocrisy lead to, to blindness, deception to both you and others. But I would be remiss not to mention what Paul is saying here. It is the gospel that leads to humility and illumination of the scriptures. So Jesus unfolds it this way in verse number 40. He says, the disciple is not above his master. Meaning a student will not rise above his teacher. If you are a teacher that is proud and arrogant, it would be no doubt uh, obvious. It would not be a, a far stretch for someone to say, the student's going to end up the same way. The disciple is not above his master, but everyone that is perfect shall be as his master. Now, there are, are times that as a student is learning, he's not reached maturity, that, that word there, perfect, complete, a mature believer would emulate his teacher. If you've been following for uh, Christ for some time, it would not be abnormal for you to start looking like Christ, acting like Christ. Instead of learning and growing, we see what, what pride does to us, it stagnates our walk with the Lord. And we see right here, he says, that is perfect, shall be as his master. 
the gospel message, the, the gospel of Jesus Christ reiterates to us that we are sinners fallen short of the glory of God in need of a great Savior. And the Word of God continually humbles us and reveals to us our our sinful nature and really our wicked nature. And I, I don't mean to be the bearer of bad news, my friends, but this whole ideology of following your heart and and, and staying true to yourself, well, your true self is wicked. Your heart is deceitful. Above all things, your heart will mislead you. And so what does what does Jesus get to in verse number 41 and 42? Look what he says. He says, And why beholdest thou the mote in thy brother's eye? He's saying, you can't rise above what your teacher is teaching. So why are you looking at this little tiny twig or toothpick, the moat, in your brother's eye, but perceivest not the beam, the big two-by-four, in your own eye? And so what he, he's, really, he's really nailing down is this idea of self-deception. The self-deception leads to judgmentalism. It'll lead to that critical spirit that's always being the sin police in everybody else's life. And really, if you've ever had children, you you know this, that your kids will do something. You say, where did you learn that? And then you realize, ah, yeah, that, that's that's something I do. But our sin looks way worse on others. And if we aren't looking into God's word consistently, we become very merciless instead of merciful. R. Kent Hughes said it this way, judgmentalism is merciless. Love believes all things, whereas judgmental, judgmental people disbelieve all things. The more you follow Jesus, the more you become like Jesus. Unfortunately, though, when we have a blind spot or our leader has a blind spot, we'll follow that leader. We'll, we'll end up in a pit because that's where we've led ourselves. That's where the leader has, has led us. But if your leader like Christ has moral clarity, if your leader like Christ is loving, if your leader like Christ is kind, you will follow him into those paths. And so if we are following the hypocritical, condemning spirits, it won't be long before our spirit is hypocritical and condemning. People will fail us, but Jesus will never fail. And when we see Jesus here teaching, he's saying, how can you say to thy brother, let me, let me pull out that twig when you've not pulled out the big beam out of your eye? So what he's saying is, is look into the gospel. Let the word of God speak to your heart. Let the word of God convict and the Holy Spirit convict into your heart, and then you'll be sanctified through the truth. And then when you lead others, that gentleness, that kindness, that love, that humility, that will build up and that will eventually be what oozes out. Compassion, patience. Tender, we could just say it this way, Christ-likeness. Christ-likeness isn't filled with critical spirits and hypocrisy, but rather it's filled with compassion, kindness, 
humility. It doesn't mean we can't have passion in what we do. It doesn't mean that we can't be excited about what we do. But it certainly isn't harsh and critical. And so as we go about today, would you look into the, the law of liberty as James puts it? Would you look into the word of God and allow it to, to clean, allow it to really uh, reverberate within your soul so that you can, you can rid yourselves of those beams so that then when people follow you, they don't end up in the ditch. They don't, they're not following a blind leader because undoubtedly each of us are, are leading people somewhere, whether it be our children, our spouse, whatever it is. And so as we go about today, may we be reminded that people will fail us but Jesus will never fail. Let's not focus on being the sin police for everyone else, but let's look at Jesus and be filled with mercy and love and kindness as we go about today. May you have a wonderful day. God bless, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig. I hope you were encouraged by the word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's Word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.